So, welcome back to Movie Men. It has been a while because school sucks. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> but we're back and we're going to do a review for once. Those exist. And this is going to be a... <coughs> this is going to be a very special one because uh, it's sort of a... Uh... A tribute to one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Alien Covenant. Yeah. Uh, it was a prequel to one of my favorite movies of all time. So, this will be special. Hmm. Alright, so how do we want to do this? Well, first um, off, I guess we should say... We should well, the first, the first yeah. bit... Well, okay, I want you to say <laughs> Yeah. I'm Carson Bailey. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the, the second floating <coughs> voice that you hear... And I'm Mason Chang. I have lost my voice. Oh. So, yeah. So, so for once, he'll actually have normal volume. Yeah. <laughs> or my voice would break in the middle of recording. <laughs> anyway, uh, so it's... You should know. Uh, we're going to keep... Let's keep the spoiler free to a point. And, and then, then we can talk about spoilers. Yeah, this will be like the our, our Rogue One review. Yeah, hopefully under an hour this yeah. time. <laughs> we just... I mean, that movie you used to have a lot to say about Look, it. Look, man, it's know? Star Wars. Though. Yeah. All right, so uh, what'd you think, Mason? So, so, okay, so this is kind of cool. The only movie in the Aliens franchise, and you might not even count this that I've seen, is Prometheus. So I'm a totally new new guy. Meanwhile, Mason has seen all of them. Yeah. So you're unfortunately gonna... for like the last couple. <laughs> um... So you're gonna get opinions from both a completely new person to the franchise and a seasoned veteran. So yeah, Mr. Seasoned Veteran, what did you think? I loved it. Honestly, um, okay, so, the reviews for this movie uh, are right to say that this is just a return to the classic alien formula, and I want to say alien formula, uh, not necessarily aliens, or aliens 2, or like, what, aliens 3, the one that, uh... Dude, I don't know. David Fincher directed. All I know is that Alien is the first one, and Aliens <coughs> is the second one. Yeah. Which I always thought was such a brilliant title because yeah. it's like, it's like, what's fucking scary? An yeah. Alien. What do we call the sequel? The only thing that's scarier, Aliens. It's like, oh, it's so brilliant. It's, it's also like, I guess like this is a spoiler for some of the people that haven't seen Aliens. It's a lot bigger in scale, so it also makes sense that way, you know? Because it's like, oh well. In Alien, is just a claustrophobic or claustrophobic like uh, fuckery for two hours, and then in Aliens, like oh, there's a planet too. <laughs> bop, 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 bop. Yeah, um, I loved it. I think my biggest issue with this film is that spoiler free. It's a link between the. Yeah, so so this yeah. movie kind of continues off where Prometheus was. Yeah. But at the same time, it also... <coughs> it's... It links back to the original film. Do you think it'd be a spoiler to say it's a prequel? Well, um... I don't... We don't know for sure because we didn't look it up. We had the discussion over uh, this, one of the details. We will we not... Don't know if, we don't know if it's a direct prequel... But it see it looks like it's that. well it's a, it is a prequel yeah for sure it, the, and I'll get into this one it's my turn to talk but it's <laughs> it's less of a sequel to Prometheus and more of a prequel to Alien so yeah there you go yeah and and uh, so I guess like the fans uh, that talk shit about Ridley Scott and his uh, and his decision to make a different series in the series 
um, with Prometheus. You got what you wanted. This is it. Fuck you guys. You did it. Um, you peer pressured an old man into doing what you want. Yeah. Presumably. Yeah. <laughs> that actually just sounds very, very, very dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, I like the movie. Uh, I thought it was, um, yeah, it was a return to the, uh, like, it it didn't add anything new to the series, really. In reality, it continued the themes of Prometheus while maintaining the uh, claustrophobic fuckery of the original movie, while, surprisingly, adding in the scale of Aliens without ruining the claustrophobic fuckery of the original film, which is something I had an argument with uh, with another friend of ours um, who disagreed with me over liking Alien versus, over Aliens, and it was because he's like, oh, but the scale is so much better in Aliens. Oh, fuck and I was that. Like, yeah, and I was like, but it loses the entire claustrophobic sense, you know, the sense that you're, like, like stuck in these corridors look, man, and stuff. scale can be great, but that's not the sole reason why yeah. a movie's better. Well, this person also has very controversial takes on movies um <laughs> you know who i think you know who i'm talking about. We'll discuss do i it. i'll just edit it out tell me i don't i don't know man i we tend to agree the only thing that he's just he, the only time we've ever really butted heads he's just like i don't understand the point of a movie that's so bad it's good and it's like you've never like had a beer and sat down and just enjoyed a shit movie oh well well he can't <laughs> technically <Shut up>. um <laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was alright. So, uh, <coughs> you know, considering I've only seen Prometheus, and considering Prometheus... So first off, I guess what I thought Prometheus real quick, I thought it was okay too. There's a lot of cool visual stuff in Prometheus. Um, I really liked the uh, lore behind it. I really liked all the cool stuff. And, uh, you know, Prometheus ends on a cliffhanger. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. Elizabeth and David get in a ship and they're like, we're going to go to the creator's planet. Spoiler alert, by the For way. For fucking Prometheus, <laughs> I don't care. If it's more than, like, two years old, I don't care. All right. <laughs> um, and uh, they're like, we're going to go find the creator's planet. And we're off. And then this movie comes in and without spoiling anything, basically it's like... It picks off. It's like, well, they did... Uh, they did, you know, they exist. They existed in the But the, the, the thing that, okay, the, the adventure that David and Elizabeth go on never gets resolved, and it will never be picked up again. Without yeah. spoiling anything, trust me, they're not, go, they're not picking the Prometheus story back up. We are full-on back into alien territory. Yeah. Um, and it was very dis- I thought that was a very disappointing aspect. Me of the too. Film. I'm like, if um, you're gonna start a new franchise, you know, keep going. <coughs> like, well, I yeah. thought I thought Prometheus had a lot of problems, which I think this movie shares, and I'll get into that. But yeah, it's like if you're gonna start this new universe, let's see it. But yeah, no, we but, just we pretty much just immediately go back to the aliens. Yeah, movies. and this is sort of like why I said fuck you to all those fans that sort of <laughs> told Ridley Scott, no, we want a prequel to Alien. Because, like, I loved I loved Prometheus because it had so much potential. We are assuming, of course, that he gave in to those fans, but... It, yeah. It, it, it's definitely looking like that. I mean, the evidence is all circumstantial. Um, we haven't had a direct confirmation from him himself, but it seems that way because um, in interviews post-Prometheus, he was quite mad at the fans telling yeah. him, sending him letters telling him that, you know, 
we don't like Prometheus because it wasn't a prequel. He should have just stuck to his guns. But I don't know. I don't want to put myself in his shoes. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know what it's like. But. Yeah. Uh, so one of the. Okay, so <coughs> like being a Ridley Scott film, of course it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, you know, there are some shots of planets and space that look great. The uh, the the creatures in the movie all look amazing. There's, yeah. There's a very there's a nice variety of creatures in the movie. Now I I may be wrong about this, but I remember seeing before this movie was released. I remember seeing a Facebook post by made by Alien, like the you know the guy that run the Facebook page, and they mentioned that they had one of the original artists hmm. from the original Alien making the sculptures, like making the you know the the things that they do, doing the thing, the models and stuff yeah. that uh, ended up on the film. So, as a huge... Like, I, I think... I may be wrong. I, I glanced at it, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, and then it just, just kept scrolling on. But if that is true, that is... It brings... A, it, there's a special yeah, place in my heart. That's nice and all, but, like, the creatures yeah. are 100% CG, so it's like... Yeah. Which is one thing... I really wish they weren't. Well... I wish there was a mixture of... Not in one scene. Which one is that one? Uh, Can you do it without spoiling stuff? I cannot do it without spoiling okay. stuff. Well, it seemed like they were all... Like, there's there's one scene where a character is just <coughs> standing in front of one of the creatures, and the creature's just standing in front of one of the characters. And because the creature is standing still, you get a very nice and a very long look at it. And it's very easy to tell that it's yeah. CGI. Yeah. For scenes like that, I wish they had used something real, because, in my opinion... Having practical effects is almost always a better idea than using CG unless it's just something you cannot do with practical effects. Yeah. And if you've seen any of the Alien movies before, you know that these creatures whip around and move like lightning. And for stuff like that, you need CG or else it'll just look like a puppet being fucking thrown around a corner. Yeah. But for scenes like like when the creature's standing still... Yeah. And especially in scenes where the creature is A, standing still, and B, making sure you get a nice, good look at it. Yeah. I think it would have been better to have used practical effects for that. Yeah. Oh, I, I think that they, they did, to some extent, because there are scenes where um, it seemed like, it definitely seemed like it was there was an actual physical thing that was Maybe. There. I'd have to um, look it up, but... It, like, there, there were definitely scenes, uh, I guess, like, if you've seen, like... Uh, I mean, you guys know what a face hugger is. Yeah, where we are assuming that you have seen all the aliens yeah. movies up to this point. Yeah, we don't care if we're spoiling any of um, those. The the face hugger and the chest burster definitely look practical to me. Oh well, you did just kind of spoil that they're in this movie. Yeah, although I think they, I mean I I think I feel like they I think they they've suspect. advertised that. I don't I haven't seen the trailers I, for this movie. For me neither. One, for once, actually, <laughs> that's not true. I have seen one trailer, and it did spoil the fact that there is a classic alien in the yeah. tra- in the movie. So um, I I saw I didn't I did not see a trailer, but I did see. Facebook posts, which I need to... Okay, so I need just, just to unfollow movies on Facebook because... <laughs> um, like, it's, it's, like, I was just scrolling down one day, and then they show a shot from, like, apparently a trailer or the movie. Well, it was definitely shot from the movie, but it might have been in the trailer. But it just showed, you know, a face hugger on this person. I'm like, all right, thanks, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> yeah. It's like... <laughs> it, it, well, and no, you know what? Actually, I remember this, too, because um, when I was in Europe, 
I went across <coughs> a, a movie theater <coughs> yeah. that was all dressed up for Alien Covenant. Like, yeah. they had props and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so it was really cool because the front door of the theater was, like, the big opening gates for the ship. Yeah. But they also had uh, facehugger eggs and facehuggers all over the place. So it's like, well... Well, thanks, thanks, uh, advertising. <laughs> thanks, um, movie promotion. The, okay, so the biggest problem, real quick, the biggest problem I had in Prometheus... That unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately carries over to this movie. Uh, is the, shall we'll say, the intelligence of the people. Yeah. Um, in Prometheus, the people were fucking stupid. And I'll say this. Yeah. They weren't quite as brain dead as they were in Prometheus yeah. in this movie. They're slightly smarter. But like in Prometheus, <coughs> in Prometheus they're like they just kept they're doing like, shit. It, it's an alien this planet. Thing, this I'll thing. take my helmet off and just breathe the air. This thing that that I don't know what it is. I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch it. I'm gonna touch it. It looks you know. like a wiener snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny to me. Yeah, he's just like, ooh, look, it's an alien. Yeah. Like not an alien alien, but a creature alien. <coughs> yeah, I'm a. Oh, we're talking Prometheus, by the way. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. I, think, okay, I said right. that. I said yeah. that. They're like, I'm going to touch it, and then it kills them. It's like, oh, well, good fucking job, dipshit. Yeah. I'm going to get stuck in this cave first, too. I'm going to wander off from the group, despite the fact that... All right, here's another fucking... Okay, so this movie definitely falls into the horror movie cliches, but... Yeah, it does. Like, come on, Ridley Scott. I know you can make a good movie. I've seen Gladiator. <laughs> I've seen Alien. Alien... Both, hey, but I'll say this, both Alien and Gladiator are, like, very old movies. Like, yeah, but Alien... Ridley, I don't know if, I, you know, Ridley Scott's kind of, he's getting on in his yeah. years, and, you I, know... I, but, I now, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't remember Ripley and Alien being this stupid. Well, if you remember, I have never seen Alien, so I don't know. Yeah. I was mostly referring to the audience. So, yeah, so, uh, like, there's a part where... This guy, I guess, sort of spoilers, like nothing. It's not an actual big part, but like the, this guy, like he gets his face next to some alien mushrooms, and the mushrooms just get like they spew out these big spores. Yeah, and he he's just it. and he's just like, oh, I think I'll breathe these in. That's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, like also... like these people when they go onto this planet, they don't even fucking wear space helmets. They're just like yeah. I, and you know, fair enough. I think they were military. They're, they're spaceships. No, they weren't. They were part of the military expedition. But these, you know, these spaceships that they're on are very highly advanced, and they scan the planet. So yeah, it's fair enough that the scanners like it's breathable air, you're good to yeah. go. So that's fair. But it's like you don't know what kind of bacteria. Yeah. You don't know what kind of living organisms are here. My biggest it, issue is that he touches it. Yeah, like he fucking. <laughs> what the fuck would you? He just touch touches it. it. And there's shit like that that yeah. I won't spoil for you, but it's all over the movie, and it was all over Prometheus, too, and it's like, yeah. is it really hard to write people... Like, the first time... That was the second time in the movie these mushrooms showed up. The first time was actually a good, a well-written... Yeah, it was accidental. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that's yeah. fine, but this guy just touches it, puts his face in it, he doesn't care. Yeah, um, um, and that definitely, like... Um, also, this movie's very predictable. Yeah, it is. Although... We were sitting there throwing out theories that may or may not have been real. But our primary theories turned out to be real. But, like, I mean, if you, I guess, like, if you were watching the movie and, um, I guess not, 
I like I felt like they could have they could have done I, they, it could have been a 50-50. It was a 50-50 guess, but we were just like let's go with a crazier guess. And then that's what had, ended up happening. You know what I mean? Like it could have Still, I'm yeah. not giving it any less shit. Yeah, so, it, it definitely falls into But it, you know what? It was entertaining. And yeah. as far as the scary parts go, there were scary parts. Um, <coughs> you know, Alien has always been and again, I'm, I haven't seen the other movies, but I they're famous enough that I know about them. And I sure as hell have seen certain scenes in those movies, like when the chestbursters come out. Like, grotesque, there's a lot of grotesque body horror like this, so that's cool. Um, and it's all around good. The, also, there is one, we'll get into the, into the yeah. spoilers. There is one character that is that is amazing in this movie, and he steals the show in every scene he's yes. in. And he is great. He is... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's been great. I guess been... we did spoil that it's a guy, but what, there's like two women in this movie? I think we'll be fine. Yeah. Also, <laughs> oh, I, I was also disappointed, and this goes back to Carson's thing about practical effects. Um, there was a couple bodies that I felt like were definitely CGI'd. Um, which, that, I mean, that kind of bothers me. I mean, it... it like dead bot? Like what Yeah, it was dead bodies uh, that, were, that were CGI'd. I wish... Yeah. I wish they built it more, or made it more of, like, of a practical effect, because, like, that, I mean, I can understand the alien, because, like, maybe they're just trying to, like, get some cool, like, sh- shining thing going on with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, like, no, it's not necessarily, like, it's not po- It's not that it's not possible, it might be a little bit more expensive, but, like, a body of an act- actor or actress that you just have, like, lying there, that's easy to do with practical effects. You yeah. Could, you could have done that. Um, so yeah, I, you know it was okay. I wouldn't. I was. Inter- <coughs> I was entertained. I give it an eighty. Out the of stuff an eighty really. I give it an eighty. That's a lot. Um, I give it. Eh. I, I, I'm not the biggest fan of numerical values for ranking stuff, but if I had to, I, I don't know, probably high sixty, low seventy. By the way, I'm I'm doing it based on fifty as the average. So, like fifty is C. Yeah. 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 All right. Just um, but like I I'd give it an eighty because I really like the themes that they were going for. Um, I thought it yeah, was, there it were was some a, themes that were really cool. It was a continuation of Prometheus's themes, and for sure, I and I love because like so my problem with the original Alien and this goes back to I guess like my critique of the series as a whole. Um, they didn't they didn't really explore this type type of thing. They were it was more it was more of a horror film. Right. Um, I don't think they needed to. Yeah. Well, they were, like, I think, I read an article about how, like, and uh, the, this is sort of, like, there's some, at, like, I guess, weight behind it because they did have, like, confirmation from, like, the director, from Ridley Scott and a couple screenwriters and stuff. But it was, the original Alien film was actually a commentary about the claustrophobic, uh, the claustrophobicness of fighting in Vietnam, during the Vietnam War. Like, oh. where you weren't sure where everyone was. It was, like, that sort of, that sense of, like, why these soldiers got PTSD specifically from Vietnam. That This movie was trying to explain that in a horror sci-fi way. Um, and, of course, Aliens is a little bit more direct in that sense because they're actually... Because it's an actual yeah, action movie. Yeah, or, like, action horror sci-fi thing. Um, so, like, but, like, the themes introduced in Prometheus, which is... Finding your creator, knowing wh- where you came from, and eliminating the the idea that what you create can be superior to the person yeah. that created it. 
it's actually it's actually taken out of the book of Olaf Stapleton, who is a science fiction slash philosophy or writer in the nineteen twenties, who I'm a huge fan of. Um, it's his themes brought into brought onto the silver screen um, for the first time. I, not first time, but one of the few first times. It's it's also a very Ridley Scott esque thing because if you look at Blade Runner, it's the same. You know, it's. It's throughout. It's there throughout his movies. Um, but they, yeah, they also do dive into the backstory of the alien. So if you if Are you want fan. to see that, if you want to see that, then I would. I'm trying to think who would I recommend this to. I guess if you really if you liked Prometheus, I would watch this movie. Uh, if you liked the originals, honestly, I don't know if you'll like this one just because it is basically a repeat, and it. I don't know. <laughs> would you recommend this to people who watch the originals? I would because now you finally know the origin of the alien, also of the xenomorph. Also, uh, for those alien purists that hate ADP, um, this essentially eliminates Alien versus Predator completely off the lore or out of the lore of Alien. It, it days of future pasts. Yeah, AVP. It, it, it retcons <laughs> it, except in, instead of retconning it, where they. Actually, instead of, like, Days of Future Past where they're changing the path, they're actually, like, no, it's, like, all that shit this, that was in the yeah. that's not real. It's not... <laughs> the, there is no time travel in this movie. It just so happens that they're, like... They're the, retconned. They're, like, fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so, yeah, so it was all right. Decent. Go watch it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, um, welcome to the spoiler corner. Yeah. All right, so if you so, haven't seen it, get the fuck get out. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, whoa, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> all right, so... David. David. Okay. David. David is the best uh, part of the movie. Uh, I, I don't know if they show that David is in the the, the, tr- the movie from the trailers, but David from Prometheus, the the android from Prometheus, comes survives. comes back, and, uh, he is, and he's he badass, and he he's an, an ass- he's a fucking asshole, and he's awesome. So I want to. I'm not a huge horror movie guy. I don't watch a lot of horror films. Because uh, I get scared easily. But out of all the horror films <laughs> that I've Which you'd know if you saw our first episode, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of all the horror films that I have seen, David is the best villain ever in a horror film. I would opinion. agree, but, you know, huge stipulation, I don't watch horror films. Yeah, same. So. So, like, yeah, so it's just like... What was the name of the actor? Uh, Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender <sighs> did an amazing job, and not only because David's amazing, but Michael Fassbender played a dual role. Yes. So David's part, for those for the uninitiated, David is an android, a part of a mass-produced line of androids, and the, <coughs> uh, the crew who is our main protagonist crew, has their own android, Walter. Yeah. So Michael Fassbender plays both David and Walter. Yeah. Who are, uh, I mean, they're, they're different models in the sense that Walter's more advanced, but well, they're, I think they're the same, they're the same, they're the same android, yeah. simply, but they've got different views because yeah. Walter's pretty fresh off the line and yeah. David has seen some shit. Well, also, David was made as a personal son to uh, Wayland. Yeah, the Peter Whalen. So it oh was my like, god, the first the first scene. Okay, so even though this is more of an alien prequel than a Prometheus sequel, the first scene is Peter uh, Whalen is Peter Whalen and David talking talking about what they're going to do in Prometheus. It, it's basically a prequel to Prometheus. Yeah, um, and like oh my god, it's 
it's just like them exploring their dynamic, which is yeah. very fascinating. And the, it boils down to basically Michael uh, Wayland is like, David, you're going to help me find God. I want to know who made me. And David's like, well, if you made me and you're going to die, doesn't that make me superior? And Wayland's just thinking about that and he says, just bring me my fucking tea. Yeah. And and of course David obeys and it's just like, oh, it's so good. <coughs> so it's like, It actually right. reminds me of, uh, spoiler alert, Ex Machina. Hmm. Have you seen it? No, I've not. Okay. I won't say anything else. Okay. Um, but, but it's... I really love that scene because if you haven't seen Prometheus, you immediately get David. Yeah. You immediately understand the kind of person that David is yeah. and his dissatisfaction with both humanity and its tendencies to enslave him. So Yeah. And he... I mean... He's the best part of the movie. And, uh, you know, Michael Fassbender... Has killed he, it he, in every he, one of his he, roles. But let's explain why. He knows how to... So David's a robot, but he's a robot with emotion that is figuring out his own life, and he may not have emotions per se, but he feels like he does, and that's kind of fascinating enough. It's like Michael Fassbender knows how to play emotionless robot, but he also knows how to bring out what emotions from a robot who thinks it yeah. has emotions would be like, <coughs> think, and that uh, sounds complicated, and it is, and he does it, and it's nuts. Think Blade Runner. Haven't seen that either. Oh shit! Dude. But for the what? audience, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah. <laughs> for the audience out there, think Blade Runner. Yeah, Blade Runner, and this is why, like, I think this is where Ridley Scott his signature shines, because mm-hmm. if you read or if you like watch um really scott films you know that there's this constant like master versus servant kind of thing going on or like <coughs> one of the, one of the things is master versus servant or in other words in, in more recent memories creator versus uh creation uh blade runner is the first of the creator versus creation films gladiator is more of a master versus servant film prometheus was Definitely creator versus creation, also yeah, master all, versus servant. All the way. Yeah, and this is this is Ridley Scott. Um, I guess, like, it's really funny because, like, you think about, like, the evolution of philosophy and how philosophy has been uh, to- being told. Originally, it was, like, dialogues, then it became manuscripts. Then in the 20th century, it became, um, like, books. Philosophy became told through fiction, works of fiction. And now it's being told in forms of uh, in in movies you yeah. know and i'm not saying ridley scott's a philosopher but he definitely <laughs> he has philosophy yeah he has he definitely has a philosophy in his films and this like this movie is just there's there's yeah. one scene in particular that really illustrates this so david comes across one of the we'll call it like alien prototypes yeah it's not the alien you know and love but <coughs> we're getting there yeah and uh it's just looking at david and david's yeah. just looking at it this is coincidentally this is the same scene that i was talking about where it's like yeah. you can tell it's cg and they should have but whatever yeah so the main our main character's sidekick basically the captain walks in and this creature has just killed one of his crewmates and David doesn't give a shit about humans so he's like well whatever I want to tame this creature I want it to respect me so he goes up to it and, and they're just it. looking at each other Yeah. and you know 
the captain comes in, sees this creature has just killed one of his members, sees David's being pretty damn nonchalant about it, and David's just like, let me handle this. I've got it. I yeah. can get this guy under control. The captain's like, fuck that ass, and just shoots the creature. And David just, like, the emotion on his face, the immediate recognition that one of his creations has just been blown to bits, he's like, he just shouts no, and you see it on his face. And the you can see it, like, this actor, you can see the pain, the surprise, and the frustration in his face. And then seconds later, because he's a robot, he's just like, okay, what do you want? Yeah. And the captain's like, tell me what you know. And he's like, right this way? Follow me? Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's a testament to Michael Fassbender and his acting. I've, I've been a fan since I saw him for the first time in, uh, surprisingly, 300. Um, he was in, yeah, he was actually in 300. Uh, and then he appeared in Inglorious Bastards, and you're like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. Also, he speaks German. That's awesome. He speaks German in this in in this film. Uh, I believe he says something in German. And I, I, as soon as he said that, I thought of his character. In yeah. I'm like, oh god. Uh, <laughs> but, um, um, so, ba- basically, just like yo, honestly, he's the most interesting character. Yes. Now our main character is one of the crewmates, but honestly, you could make an argument for David being the main character of this movie. He is the. Uh, He's the driving force for certain, yeah. which leads us to the uh, the backstory of the aliens. Yeah. So uh, this has not been confirmed, although. Uh, what do you mean? I thought, uh, uh, no, actually, um, this is a theory that I had that maybe this was the planet. Oh. That they. Okay. Okay. Well. The point is, that's not what I'm referring to. We can get to that. Oh, oh, yeah. What I'm referring to is... Oh, the uh, creation. Yes, so the creation of the aliens. Uh, it was David. <coughs> yeah. It was David. Also... They weren't, they weren't... Which, you know... Someone explained to me what the aliens were. So, even though I haven't seen the movies, I kind of got what they were. And how it was explained to me was that they're essentially, like... <coughs> they're the perfect life form that was created out of generation, like generations and generations of... Uh, of like just you know genetic the natural the natural order having its way and and genetic modification oh um like originally they were uh well it was just like it was just a thing in the original films and then in Prometheus they explained that oh it was actually genetic modification artificial creation and then this one is like it basically like goes off on that theory and they're like yep it was created by not man (laughs) but android so essentially David takes the uh bio virus from the uh Prometheus. from Promethean people. Yeah. Mixes it with a bunch of stuff. Um <coughs> p- puts it all over the planet and uh you know, it makes life. The only problem is he needs humans to yeah. be its incubators. Yeah. Uh he ends up creating the face hugger and when this new crew arrives on his planet, he releases He's it. like, "Ooh, yeah. Incubators." So which, uh, man. Oh, there's actually one thing I didn't understand. Hmm. Um, how would the crew know about the mission originally sent, like, in, in Prometheus? Wasn't that supposed to be a secret mission? They didn't know about the mission. No, they, they knew that Elizabeth Shaw was, went missing ten years ago, and they talked about Peter Wayland. No, okay, no, okay, okay, I see what you mean. No, 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 the Peter Wayland part of the mission was secret. 
the uh, the mission itself wasn't secret. It it was known that they were going to the Prometheus planet. Um, they just no one you know Wayland didn't let them know. It's it was actually because of his yeah. god complex. So. Well, also, but like along with that, wasn't Wayland con- like? Didn't he disguise himself in Prometheus as dead, like publicly dead, so he can go on this mission? Yes, yes, he so did. Why did? Why was no one surprised when David was like, "Oh, by the way, I spent the lot. Like I was along with Wayland uh, when all this shit happened." He only told that to uh, Walter. Yeah, yeah, but Walter would question it. I think if he had knowledge. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Um. I guess Walter just trusted David because they're. Like <coughs> yeah, they're the same robot they're, they're, brother. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, where's the bodies? Remember? Oh wait, no, that wasn't a previous ship. Never mind. I take it back. I just remember they 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 took they stole another ship. Yeah. So Elizabeth Shaw, uh, the main character from Prometheus, and she gets the fucking short end of the stick. Yeah. So Prometheus ends, as I said, with her and the head of David going up into space, attempting to find their creators. Uh, that never happens. They crash land on some random fucking well, planet. They that is a planet of the creators. Okay, okay. Well, they okay. So they yeah. do get to the planet of the creators, but everyone's dead because the virus wiped them all out. Because David killed and them. And David didn't kill the creators. Yeah, no. The, the the creators were gathering up in the center, and then he released the virus. That was David. Yeah, that was David. Oh. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm a hundred percent sure. Oh. He, because it shows him standing over the the crowd. Well, I saw there was a person. I just that was David. Yeah, that was David. That was I'm hundred percent sure. Oh, yeah. Well, David kills them all because yeah. he had access to their big fuck off virus. Yeah, and Which uh, also confuses me on why they created that in the first place. And I think if they knew that they created that, why were they like, oh, let's gather in the middle? Where well, I think they wanted. Out. I think they wanted. They created that to get rid of humanity because yeah. they were disappointed with humanity. Which is, which is funny, because it's like, <coughs> the creation of the creation of the creation came back to kill the original people. Yeah. Um, but, so so David comes, and he's like, alright, we, we did it, and I've created these face huggers, and hey, Elizabeth, wanna come check this cool thing I made? That's neat. We actually don't know for sure how it happened, but we see Elizabeth Shaw's corpse, Although, and its, it's yeah. chest is burst open, and there's illustrations of the face hugger. So it's it's safe to assume that she was the first test subject of the face hugger and I actually don't died think so. horrifically. I, I think that Elizabeth Shaw was dead before they arrived. Well, we'll never know. For yeah, sure. yeah. We will never know for sure. The, but... the implication is that David killed her because yeah. well, when they enter yeah. David's lair She's dead. She's in the lair, she's next to his schematics. Um <laughs> Yeah. And uh, real quick, I want to talk about all the stupid shit people did in this Yeah, film. okay, so the captain is a man of faith, the and ca- I guess, like, you can make the implication Ridley no. Scott... Actually, yeah, you can't, because, like, no uh, there's, there's a lot there's of... There's no way to excuse what the yeah, captain did. because also, the, so, a lot of people were... Yeah. So, like I said, the captain finds this proto-thing, <coughs> proto-alien, it just killed one of his crewmates, David's talking to it nonchalantly, he kills it, and uh, he points his gun at David, and I'm like, alright, cool, the captain's smart. Because, you know, the captain's like, you very calmly watched that alien kill my friend. Yeah. So, I'm going to point this gun at you and you're going to tell me everything. Yeah. Bitch. And I'm like, good job, captain. And then David's like, all right, cool. Follow me. I'm like... And you trust him. It's like, don't follow David. Nuh-uh. Then- you have the gun. Tell David to explain what, you, what he knows and not show you what he knows, dumbass. Well, also, why would you trust David? 
Why would you trust a evil? Well, that's the thing. He doesn't. He's a gun pointed to David. And no, he's like, he does when they get to the lair. Well, yeah, but that's why it doesn't make any sense because yeah. he doesn't initially. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get to that. So yeah, he has a gun pointed to David. He's like, show me what, tell me what you know. And David's like, all right, follow me. And like a dumbass, he follows him. Uh, David takes him down to the basement of his lair where there are facehugger eggs. <coughs> now, of course, the captain doesn't know what these are. And David's like, check this out. Pretty cool, right? I made them. Pretty neat, right? And he's like, yeah, I guess. Go ahead. Touch them. They're safe. Go ahead. And the captain's like, okay, I guess I'll touch them. Yeah. And he fucking touches them and they open up. And David's like, yeah, and David's like, take a look inside. It's chill. It's cool, fam. Do it. It's nice. And the captain's like, all right, I wonder what's inside. And he sees a face hugger and he's like, what's that? David's like, get closer. It's cool, dude. They they want to hug you. It's fine. And of course he gets fucking face hugged and then a fucking alien pops out. And David's like, sweet, I just made a prequel. And yeah. on top of the nose sniff, like sniffing <coughs> the fucking shit and then like not wearing any helmets to an alien planet. Just going to the planet in the first place. So if you don't know, the entire plot of this movie is that these guys are trying to colonize a new planet to carry on the human race. They have a planet already charted out that is 100% going to work. That takes seven years to it, get The to. problem is it takes seven years to get to. They wake up because they have to repair the ship, and they find this new planet that only takes two weeks, and they're yeah. like, well, I don't like waiting, even though it's in cryosleep, so I'm not only... So, it, like, and that's the thing, right? It's in cryosleep, so, yeah. like, it'll take seven years, but, dude, you'll be asleep for all that. Who gives a shit? I think that they were more scared because they said that there would be six more recharges, and with every recharge, if a, if a pulsing... What was it? The thing that the crisis at the beginning. Completely yeah. random chance, though. And yeah, it was... yeah, and I think they were would rather risk every. Which this that decision does not make sense to me. No, they so they're risk, like they're like yeah. let's risk our entire crew, is including the thousands of col- colonists, colonists yeah. we have, and just go to this random ass planet and check it out. Yeah. And it's like, what 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 do you think was going to happen? Now, okay, now granted. They get a ghost... They, they pick up a message from Elizabeth Shaw and they triangulate it to the planet. So, I'll give them some credit. They do want to see what that's all about. <coughs> they're like, they don't know it's Elizabeth Shaw. Well, too. okay, they don't... Yeah. Well, yeah, but they don't... They don't... Who cares? The point is they get a transmission from a human. Yeah. And they're like, that's weird. Why is a human out this far? So, <coughs> that's understandable. And if they just used that reason alone, I would have bought it. But they also try to push the reason that, like, we, we want to see if we can colonize this planet. Yeah. Like, guys, what are you going to do? Walk around for a couple hours and be like, yep, totally safe. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Also, um, one thing that I, I was kind of disappointed about in that is, like, why do they send pretty much every member of the crew down there? They do. They leave, like, three members, or no. Yeah, like yeah they th- leave three members of the crew. They team. leave three members on the actual ship, and they take the other, like, 12 yeah. down on their way. Yeah, and another thing that, that, that confuses me is, uh, so, you know, the initial, like, uh, uh, I guess backburster is what we would call them. Yeah, yeah. so the, the proto-aliens don't burst from the chest, they, they burst. burst from your back. Yeah, so with the initial backburster thing... Why did, so like, you know, like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't there like a purge thing in, in, uh, Prometheus where they could purge the life pod? 
or something like that. Wait, the, wait. The, med- the, med- the medical bay, there was like a button that they pressed, like. You know to like about? set the thing on fire. Yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, why didn't they just do that? I don't, why well, didn't I the guess, pilot just do that instead of? I guess because like there was a living person, so like. Well, they, she was dead. Oh wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there. So what Mason's talking about is in the movie. So the, one of the guys gets infected with a backburster. He's freaking out. They take him to the med bay, and this fucking alien's popping out of him, and like his friend is in there with him. And uh, the captain of the not the captain the pilot the, the pilot of the med bay locks them but lo- completely locks the door, and so the aliens just killing this chick, and Mason's like, well, why didn't she just burn him? Yeah. Well, first off, we don't know if that if they, had, they that. had that feature. Yeah, we don't know if we true. had it. And second off, she went to go get a gun. Yeah. So so that's the thing. Right? She went to go get a gun. So she had the intention of killing the alien. And then she trips and falls in blood. So which, if I, which man talk about a yeah. horror cliche twice. Yeah. Yeah, both twice. both characters and trip also, in blood and like they slide in blood. And it's like, come on. Guys. Also, blood thing, is not that slippery. Also, another thing is, she had a shotgun. Why'd she go back and get another shotgun? But she still had it in her hands. No, she didn't. She dropped it. She could have easily just picked that up. I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. There was there's a lot of horror movie cliches in this, um, which it is a horror film in the end. So I, I I I'm very impressed by the background around the horror. I will say this: the actual alien uh, <coughs> looks fucking great. Like it, yeah. I, I talk about how there's too much CG, but to be fair, man, like when uh, when they're doing their little semi climax on the getaway ship, and they have to fight the alien, like yeah, that's pretty bad. There's a couple close up shots of the alien. It's just like woof. Yeah, you look good. <laughs> Like, yeah. damn, girl, you're a couple decades old, but you're looking fine. Yeah. Um, also, going back to the sculpture thing, the dissections, those were those were all Dissection practical. The, yeah. Yeah. Those are all practical effects. David David has a lot of models of... Uh, uh, well, of, they're not models. They're actually just dissection. Like, it's uh, apparently, like, the actual beings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, those were all um, sculpted by the supposed one of the original artists on... on from Alien, I'm pretty sure. I I, I don't know for sure. I, I think I may have misread it, but yeah, I mean it's pretty impressive. Uh, the the ending there there are, there are two twists uh, in this movie too that are very. We talked about how like, you know how obvious this movie was. This is this is super duper spoiler alert. We're about to basically tell you the ending of the movie, so please get out now yeah. if you ever intend on watching this movie. But um, basically. So David and Walter have a fight because Walter's like, I'm a good guy, and David's like, fuck you. And they have a fight, and of course they look the same. The only difference is that Walter has a cut-off hand. So <coughs> they're fighting. It's a badass fight, by the way, because yeah. they're essentially superhuman strength robots. Yeah. And, like, you know, you don't quite see who the victor is, but you see one of them walk out with a missing hand, and Walter's like, hey, it's me, it's Walter, it's totally me, totally, dude, totally me. Turns out it's David. Yeah, it turns out it's David. Like, you'll see that one coming if you haven't already. And then there's another one where one of the crew members has a face hugger on them. Not for a long time. They get it off, but, you know. Yeah. There's, but it's like, we just defeated the alien, and there's a surprising amount of runtime left in this movie. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the the face hugger turns out was on him just long enough for an alien to pop out of his belly. Yeah. Yeah, and one thing I was disappointed about in that is uh, when they detect it, if, they take, if they're taking him through the med bay, 
Like if they did if they did the examinations and everything. Oh wait, no, they never took him through them. They never. They just. They just did. They, his just, they just put some shit yeah, on his face. I would have just. I would have scanned him, but you know, fuck me. Am I right? I'm not on the crew. Um, but it was also oddly suspicious that he was that he was uh, falling asleep. Cause that is a sign of incubation, but you know, like this is their first exposure to it, so like obviously. Yeah, they don't know all the rules. Yeah. um, Yeah. So like, um, I don't know. Also, the retcon. So. This takes place a hundred years after the present, or the present, or past, a hundred years in the future. Jesus Christ, Mason. Yeah, I I completely fucked that up. It takes up. It takes place a hundred years in the future. They said this is the creation of the origin of the xenomorph. Therefore. AVP, which takes place in the present day, I believe, or somewhat in the near, like, very, very near future, does not exist. Yep, because it's just it's too 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 late. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Fuck AVP. Fuck AVP. Uh, did you actually, did you hate AVP, or are you just saying that? Um, I, I enjoyed it, the film. By the way, in case no one knows what we're talking about, Alien vs. Predator. Yeah. I feel like that's... I'm fairly straightforward, but just in case. I enjoyed the film as a kid. Because it's an action horror film. And it's cool to see the Predators fight the aliens. You know? But who, like... Who ends up winning? <coughs> I believe in the first one it was a Predator. Oh. And then... I haven't seen two or... Th- Actually, I've, I've seen one later one. I don't know which one it was, but it was in the present day and they were fighting in a hospital and I don't remember the end because I didn't watch the end because I got bored of the film. Um... <laughs> It's like Freddy Krueger versus, uh, uh, Freddy versus, or, is it Freddy versus, Freddy versus Jason? Jason? Yeah. It isn't that. It's kind of, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, it complete, completely wipes it out. Ridley Scott, you can tell, is pissed off at what happened to his franchise that he started. Um, so yeah, he wipes it. Um, but, like, he retcons it. But, like, yeah, horror movie cliches. I wish they, Ridley Scott is known to write great films. Why not return to that writing instead of, you know... Like, he does have a, a lot of great scenes in this. Also, Michael Fassbender kissing Michael Fassbender. Yeah, is, Michael Fassbender. So, so David David just kind of under... Like, he, he just kind of understands that a sign of affection is kissing. So, if he meets someone he likes, he just kind of kisses them. And he likes Walter... So we get Michael Fassbender kissing Michael Fassbender in this movie. Which is, I was like, I was like, I think I turned to you during the film, and I was like, they're gonna kiss, and then I was like, <laughs> and then I'm glad what they did, and I was like, that's kind of weird. No, you, during that whole flute scene, I was like, I think David's coming on to Walter. <laughs> yeah, and Walter just won't have it because he likes Daniels supposedly. Speaking um, speaking of gay, actually, there is a there is a, a gay character. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess two gay characters because they're a couple. Yeah, and I thought that was nice because like they didn't make a big deal out of yeah. it. Yeah, like the character, like you it know, just seemed natural. It and, just and, seemed natural. Like two, uh, the crew got woken up, and one of the crew members died, and his his husband <coughs> came over and was just like, "Man, this sucks." And it's yeah, just... and like yeah, and it's like a lot of movies nowadays they try to force it. Like, they, they, or they try to promote, like, it's like, oh, yeah, we have homosexual characters. Like, I feel like... I mean, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I have actually not seen Beauty and the Beast, but I did hear about that. Um, but, like, you know, and this this goes with, like, my, like, being, like, races and race and everything else. Um, as a minority, I feel it insulting sometimes if a, for, if a film force, force, forcefully writes in an Asian character... Just yeah. so they can have an Asian character. Yeah, that's the thing, right? It like it, you know, because 
it's very easy to get what I just said mixed up with you shouldn't like you shouldn't focus on gay characters. I they just shouldn't be put in there. They just, shouldn't be j- just to promote like okay. They shouldn't be arbitrarily put in there because that kind of defeats that the process. Defeats the purpose. purpose yeah, like the process. for instance, um, oh god, what's that movie that won all those Oscars? It's about oh, Moonlight. 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 Uh, was it Moonlight or Moonlight Kingdom or Moonlight was the one okay. recently. So like Moonlight, that's a movie about a gay person, but it's about like that the the fact that he's homosexual plays into the movie, and that's kind of what the movie's about. Yeah. But like in a lot of movies, they'll just arbitrarily be like, "Look how gay this person is." Yeah. And that is like. At a point in time, I think that was needed to show that we can have those characters. But now it's like but a nowadays, nowadays it's, a token... it's almost like tokenizing. So yeah. it was just nice to see. It was just nice that there <coughs> yeah. was a gay character in this movie yeah. who was just gay, and that was it. Yeah, it's not like in, in most horror films when they have a just one black guy. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah, being those... gay or being black, yeah. like that's just something you are. It's yeah. not your one character trait. Yeah, and you like yeah, and you know that's. That's the problem that I have with a lot of movies nowadays. But like they, they did. I think they did it right. This is what if they have, if they wanted to include someone from another race or sexual preference in the film. Yeah, that's what just I do w- it. Yeah, just do it like that. Like just make it. I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I guess offensive because I'm not trying to sound offensive. But like, I guess the best way to say it would be like make it work. Yeah. Don't just force one in. And, you know, it's, yeah. And, uh, it's funny, actually, I said that, like, you shouldn't make a gay character's one trait being gay. But, you know, kind of unintentionally, that is their one trait in this movie. Just because they don't have any other traits, because those two characters are just meant to die. Yeah. It is well, kind of like no, the, well, I mean, the crew, the crew, because yeah. the, the, you know, the crew is, like, 15 people, so it's like... Here are your five or six actual characters, yeah. and the rest are here to be alien. Although food. I think I think in that scene it kind of shows you like uh, I think Ridley Scott was trying to like he picks couples, yeah, like the the, the project that they sent were all couples. Oh, yeah. I think that was what they were trying to show because if you think about it, there's no single people in the crew. Well, there's 15 members of the crew, right? So that's well, 15 one. members of the crew that woke up. There, there were 16. Oh, that's right, because the one guy died in the yeah. beginning. That's so, right. That's I think right. they were all, like, either par- they have partners as colonists, or they were partners. That makes sense, And that's, that's my theory. Yeah, because it's a colonizing yeah. trip, so you think so, that, yeah. I think that's why they included it, and that, I, to me, that makes sense. Huh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, um, which well, is actually kind of, like, it, it's very subtle, and that's what I love about, like... Really, although, yeah. if you were... Okay, now... I'm not saying anything against gay people. I'm really not. But if this was a colonizing mission, wouldn't you not want to send gay people because they biologically can't have children? Um, I think, well, they have the embryos. So I think they're also planning on, like, having parents. Yeah, okay, that's fair. They actually, that is fair. Okay, that's fair. Because the ship, for those who don't know, on top of having 2,000 or so colonists... Also has a bunch of unborn embryos. embryos yeah. So okay, that makes yeah. more sense. So like, I mean, there's that, and also like, um, I don't know. I think it's like it shows you. I guess like this is Ridley Scott's, you know, look into the future. 
being gay is accepted. Yeah, exactly. A lot more than it is now. It reminds you know. me. It reminds me in Star Trek when uh, Star Trek had the first like biracial kiss on TV. Yeah, because you know that movie is or the, the, that show. show yeah. That show takes place in the future, but is aired to a current audience. And when 60s, Star Trek yeah. in the '60s, when biracial couples weren't a thing, yeah, and yet they had a biracial kiss. And actually, yeah. the 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 creator of Star Trek, whose name I forget. You'll, you, if you watch the original show, you'll notice that no one smokes. Yeah. And that's because he, he in an interview, he said, well, in the future, I believe we will have stopped smoking. So so he the, the, the characters, you know, yeah. the show was progressive because he believed that in the future we would just be a naturally progressive species. So. Yeah. And, I mean, it's looking like that up until recently. But yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, politics aside. Politics out of yeah. it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love the film. But I'm a bit biased. I, I give it a nine or an eighty. And all right, so just give it what your heart says, Mason. Um, nine out of ten. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. So like, I guess this would be the equivalent equivalent to uh, episode four, Star Wars episode four for me. As its flaws, it's pretty good. It's not. Mind blowing, amazing. Yeah, it's solid. It is. It's, it is a solid, enjoyable. I'd film. say it's a little less than solid, just yeah. because of all the problems I have. But yeah. you know, it, uh, the ticket <coughs> for this movie was nine bucks, and I do not regret having spent those nine dollars. Yeah, and it took quite a bit of convincing too. It did. It's <laughs> like, so hey Carson, want to come see a horror movie of a franchise you're not part of? Sure, <laughs> but I'm glad I did. I'm yeah. glad I did, and um, I'm glad I saw Prometheus because I at least I had some content. I knew what was going on in this movie. Yeah, and yeah, I don't. I've I was actually waiting for this. This is my most anticipated film oh. of this year, even more than Guardians Two. Even more than Guardians Two. I wanted to see Alien Covenant more than anything else because I was like, um, I don't. I I wanted Prometheus Two, and what <laughs> I got was. Prometheus point, one a, and a half. Well, it's more like Alien point five. Yeah, <laughs> like it's Alien point five. Um, it's the prequel to Alien, but um, I got I kind of got what I wanted at the same time. Uh, I've also witnessed possibly the greatest horror film villain. Yeah, David. Seriously, yeah, and that was very enjoyable. Love David so um, much. He's the reason why you should go watch this movie. Yeah, uh, it's a lot like Rogue One, where like the side characters steal the show. Yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like Rogue, like funnily enough, like Rogue One. As I said before, like the main characters are the flattest part of that whole movie. Yeah, uh, like there's nothing special about Daniels or, um, although there was actually a couple references to aliens in the film. That's funny. Um, which is I found very surprising. Uh, aliens did aliens is a popular movie. It was. It was okay. It was good. I don't hate it as much as it. As as much as they make it sound like sometimes, I give it a lot of shit because it wasn't the direction I was hoping the franchise would move in. I actually saw these movies in order because my cousin was like a huge horror film fan and he also liked to torture me, so he he made me watch these films. Um, but like, yeah, like I mean, it was it was uh it was good. It wasn't I it wasn't the direction I wanted it to go in. Um, I thought James Cameron, and that's why I think James Cameron like he was a creator of. He's the reason why Aliens uh, 3 existed with David Fincher. He's the reason why AVP existed. He pushed that genre towards that direction. Or the, and that series towards that direction. And I don't like him for it. Um, so it's more of like the, the sequels 
I blame the sequels on Aliens rather than Alien. Um, but yeah, other than that, I enjoyed the film. I think we're coming on 30 minutes, probably. Yeah, I think we're probably going on 40, honestly. Yeah. But point is, uh, hopefully you can tell from this if you should go see it. Certainly, I don't think a bad film, a very flawed film, but if you have any interest in the Aliens franchise and if you've wanted to see where it's going... Judging, now again, I haven't seen the others, but judging on how fans reacted to the other sequels, I'd say this movie probably leans towards the better half of the Alien movies. I think I think it goes Alien, this would be second. Damn, really? Because I, I think Aliens was a step in the wrong direction. Right. And, like, there's also a lot more flawed flaws with that, because... James Cameron does try to make it larger scale and, you know, involve the Colonial Marines and how stupid Colonial Marines are. They're like... For another yeah. time. For another <laughs> Anyways, time. Um, it plays on the stereotypes of the 80s. Uh, and this plays upon horror movie stereotypes, but there's also a lot of good in it. There's a lot of potential. And I hope Ridley Scott does not end it now. Although it looks like he could end, just end the series now and just not make another Alien film. Um, for forever, basically, because I think this goes full circle. But um, I hope he does. And also, the theory that we were having earlier that I was telling Carson is the planet that they colonize. I'm not sure. I don't think it's a planet from Aliens, but or or it's a planet from Alien, but it might be in the same sector or something like that. Anyway, there there has to be a way, and this might be the next film. There has to be a way that the Xenomorph spreads, and if this colony. Uh, was exposed to the xenomorph, it would have to have been wiped out, and that would have been huge news. You know, like yeah. like uh, uh, like, and and it's not mentioned at all in Alien, or Aliens. So this has to be like you know, they, they had to have been successful, um, and but the xenomorph had to have spread, and I guess that is the next Alien film if Ridley Scott decides to make one. But other than that, it. If he doesn't, it goes for full circle. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So there you go. Thanks for uh, watching another episode of Movie Men. Hopefully we'll have some more soon before the year ends. And uh, that's all. Yeah. This has been Carson. And this has been Mason. See you, folks. Yeah. Bye-bye.